Another installment of the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you as we look to catch up with coaches from Stone to Monterey, Clark Range to Clay County, and everywhere in between. A jam-packed show, a loaded show at that. Very excited to talk with several head coaches as the district slate looks to be headed downhill, and we start to kind of carve out where everyone will be seated in the upcoming district tournaments, which are now Folks, less than two weeks away. That's insane to think about. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We begin tonight's show in Cumberland County, speaking with head coach Neil Caps, the Stone Memorial Panthers head coach, how his team has responded to coming back from the break and how they intend to get better going down the line as again district play begins to wind down kind enough to join the program now coach caps a pleasure as always to get to talk to you and i first and foremost just want to start with now that we've kind of gotten back into a routine we've we've gotten back to your uh quote regularly scheduled programming in a sense Uh, how do you feel like your team has responded to that weird gap that kind of weird break that we got forced into by the weather well, there's no question that it affected everybody, and it is. It was odd. It was weird. Um, you, you know, you really didn't know how to navigate it. You know, every, every single coach, I don't care what they said, they were worried that they were going to fall behind. But I had to continually remind myself that everybody is sitting at home right now. Every player is sitting at home. So it it was weird, and you know it it was even though uh, nobody really got back earlier, nobody got back later. It just kind of all got here at the same time and melted at the same time. But I feel we've come out of it pretty good. You know, we we did uh, we did take that lump uh, at at uh, Upperman the other night. I, I felt my kids. We we played well enough to win. We did leave a few things out there. Going back and looking at the film. But we gave ourselves a chance to win, so we we bounced back pretty good there. Same, you know, we we played CCHS first, and then Upperman, and then uh, you know uh, played really well uh, second half versus DeKalb. Um, so I think, and then and a, then a big win last night at home versus a very game gritty uh, Sparta team. So I feel you know that we're you know we're we're three and one since the snow. Uh, and gave ourselves a chance to win the one we lost. So uh, I like where we're at. I, I told the guys in a couple of the games, you know, like the upper, the uh, DeKalb County game on the road after a tough loss, and then last night's game, I told them both times um, after those games, I feel a month ago we would have probably lost both of those games. But But I feel that we've matured. I feel that we've gotten better from it. Um, and, and that we're growing as a team. So I feel we're in a pretty good place, still continuing to get better and mature as a team. And, uh, I, and I hope we're heading in the right direction, continuing to an upward trajectory. Uh, and, and hopefully that we gel, continue to look to gel at the right time of the season. Yeah, you mentioned gelling, and this is something you could really ask a lot of coaches across this district. It's one of those weird situations where everybody's got a guy. Everybody has a Cade Caps, a Ty Cobb, a, I, um, oh gosh, I'm losing names here. 
uh, trip pinion. Trip pinion. Thank you. How did you know? <laughs> a trip pinion. Everybody has one guy, but if you're going to make a run, if you're going to win this district, if you're going to make a, a you know noise in the region, guys around those guys have to step up. How have you liked the way that your team around Cade has begun to respond over these last several games, especially back from the break? It's funny that you said that. I mean, that's actually something that I said last night in a huddle with about we were we uh, we had got a stretched our lead out to about ten with about thirty seconds to go, and uh, after we called a timeout, and that's what I said. I said we were able to stretch this lead back out with Cade scoring zero points in that time, and it meant other guys were stepping up and making plays when we needed them. Because, it, you know, people are going to know where Kate's at. They're going to find him. They're going to be able to put a, you know, put somebody on him and send somebody running at him. we got to have other guys willing to go make plays. We, we, we scored 13 points. Uh, we won the fourth quarter last night, scored 13 points. Kate scored two of them. You know, so we got guys stepping up at the right time, and that's what you want. That's all you can ask for as a coach. And, and, you know, you ask guys to step up, do their job, make plays, and if we can get it done at the right time, uh, I, I like our growth. It builds confidence in kids uh, to be willing to do that, step out there and try to make a play. And hopefully, it, it, you know, it, 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 our, we got guys that are built on that confidence and continue that uh, as the season progresses. You mentioned the game last night, a big-time win over a White County team that uh, obviously earlier in the year was able to defeat you guys uh, how do you turn the? How do you continue? That is uh, to turn the page and get better going forward. Having picked up these last couple wins off that difficult Upperman win, just learn from your mistakes. And you know that's the great thing about film study is you can go back and show the kids, "Hey, look at this! Look what you did right here!" Uh, and and show them, said, "Guys, we got to be better. We got to work on this." Then you go out to the practice court and you work on it. But you gotta you gotta be smart enough to realize though that at this time of year, you're not looking you know you're not going out spending three hours trying to get better at practice. You know I, I got a several older gentlemen that have retired in this area that are former coaches, and um, I've gleaned a lot of information off those guys in terms of how you handle this time of year. You're not trying to get better so much as you are trying to get fresh. Uh, you know, we you're, you you know when you you limit your rotation, you're narrowing that rotation down. You're getting fewer fewer guys in the games. You got to be you got to be smart enough to realize you you got to pick and choose battles in terms of how to get better and when to get. But uh, hopefully, in film study, you can talk about it, and the guys can uh, adjust. The guys can uh, realize that. Uh, they gotta they gotta make these adjustments, or it's going to cost us a game somewhere. And you work on it for a few minutes, hopefully in practice, go over it, drill it, and hopefully you can continue to get better from that. Because it's really hard to sit there and beat them up for a two hour, two and a half hour practice, trying to improve when they've got 22 games under their belt. So it's a it's a dance that you gotta you got you gotta be pretty good at dancing because uh, you you risk getting one hurt, you get you you wear their legs out. But you still want to call to attention the errors and the mistakes, and hopefully you can correct them in a short amount of time. 
Now we get to look forward to, a, again, another big one. They're all big in this district. I, I always say that at Livingston Academy Friday night, a team uh, you guys were able to uh, do some good things against when they came to Stone, but uh, Livingston is a different kind of environment. A lot of people talk about how, you know, as good as all the environments around the UCR, there are those couple that just seem a little different. It's different trying to get up to go play there, and Livingston seems to be one of those environments <laughs> Uh, how do you prepare your team to go into a very hostile Durward Vaughn Memorial gym? Uh, and what are some things from game one that you carry over and some adjustments you feel like you're going to have to make against a really talented Wildcat team? Well, let me put it to you this way. Every every district team uh, I've been able to go into on the road as a coach with several different teams and win on the road in the district except – Livingston Academy. I've never won in a Livingston Academy gym uh, as a head coach. If that tells you how hard it is to win in that environment, it is very difficult. Um, you know, but you know they uh, they're going to compete. They're going to come out really hard. You know, you're you're. It's just so compact. You've got cheerleaders right there on the floor, even around the corner. You've got the student section in the end zone. Uh, you got you got other people in the other end zone. It's just a different environment. It's it's a it's a it's a you know it's a great home court advantage, and um, we we got to really be locked in to go in there and 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 you know if we were able to go in there and get a win, uh, it, it just it really sets us up uh, uh, seating wise. It really does it does us a big service seating wise, but uh, you know and if if Livingston's able to hold home court whole serve at home it really sets them up so they know what's at play they know what's at stake as well so we just we got to go in there and, and make plays and limit mistakes take care of the basketball make timely plays and um and because like i said they're at home they're going to really capitalize off any of our mistakes so we gotta we gotta go in there and be ready to go at it Never gotten a win at Livingston Academy as a head coach. Will he on Friday night? We'll find out. Make sure to tune into that game on WLIV. Coverage begins at 5.40 and tip off at 6 p.m. Right now, we continue on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. What say we stay in Cumberland County on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders? We go from boys coach to boys coach. We go from head coach Neil Capps, Stone Memorial Panthers, to head coach Taylor Denny in the Cumberland County Jets. As coach Jenny, Jen, Denny, there we go, couldn't talk for a second. Coach Denny joins the program to discuss his team picking up their first district win. Coach Denny, before we get into just opponent specific, just in the general sense, what did it mean last night to finally, uh, you know, snap this losing streak and get that district win monkey kind of off your backs? Yeah, it was really good to break through. We were really happy to, for the guys. They've been working really hard, competing really hard, doing everything that we asked them to do. Uh, we just, you know, we'd been beating our head on the ceiling. We just hadn't been able to break through. So last night, hopefully, it was a big confidence booster for us that we can break through because the Cavs are a good team. Yeah, you talked about it right there, right? I mean, it's not as if this team was was getting blown out, was uncompetitive or anything like that. You were given every team in this district two, three really good quarters. You just have a bad one here or there, some inconsistency. What changed last night? What was the reason you feel like this team finally, as you said, kind of broke through, stopped just beating their head on the ceiling? 
Uh, you know, I think the the biggest thing for us, uh, and you know, with the cab, they're so big and physical. We really wanted to focus on holding them to one shot. They got a few offensive rebounds early. After that, for the most part, we pretty much shut that down, and then we took care of the basketball offensively. We ended most of our possessions with a shot, which has been a challenge for us. So, taking care of the ball, holding them to one shot, uh, I think really helped us out. We've seen everyone in this district, right, has that guy. They've got a, a Ty Cobb, a Trip Pinion, a Cade Caps, so on and so forth. Uh, Torres is obviously extremely talented for you guys, but people had begun to sort of key on him. How do you feel like guys around him have really begun to step up and allow not just themselves to find success, but obviously thereby open the floor back up for him a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we did a really good job of executing our stuff last night, which got us some looks. And then our guys do a good job. I mean, they, they know Houston's a really good player. We all know that. He was rolling last night, so they did a really good job of, of getting him the basketball, setting good screens for him, executing our stuff so that he could get some of those open looks. Where does this team continue to get better? Obviously a long way to go, a lot of growth still to be had. Where do the Jets get better? Yeah, obviously we gotta, we got to keep playing together. Uh, we've got to uh, finish some possessions. We still had some shots. I felt like we should have finished last night that we didn't. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, defensively, we've been pretty good. We've got to keep improving on the offensive end of the floor, taking care of the basketball, executing, and then finishing shots whenever we get them. Turning the page, trying to make it two in a row. You guys get to stay home. You host White County Friday night, not just Trip Pinion, but a very talented Warriors team across the board. Uh, what do you guys have to do based on especially that first matchup where uh, you came close, but, but obviously uh, just a bit short? Yeah, you know, I, I was back watching that film. Obviously, you know, the head of the snake is Trip. Co- Coach Mitchell does a really good job, but Trip's kind of the engine that makes those guys go. They've got some other really good pieces, but he he's the big thing. So obviously, you got to do a good job on him. And then going back and watching that film uh, last night and into today, it was thirteen to thirteen in the second quarter, and then we finished the second quarter with five straight turnovers. Um, you know, and it ended up twenty three to thirteen, and we just couldn't couldn't score enough to get back in the game. So that'll be a big thing. Obviously, slowing trip down. Uh, and, and again, taking care of the basketball. How do you limit turnovers against a team like White County, who is so active defensively? A lot of hands going after the basketball uh, at all times. Yeah, you know they're they're as good of a defensive team as we've played all year. You know, everybody can guard, everybody moves their feet, uh, and they're really physical without fouling too, which is always a hard thing to do. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that's the big thing. Hey, you know, being able to execute our stuff—that's where some of our turnovers come from. It is not you know throwing it to the right guy or screening the right guy. And then obviously when you know when you do get the ball, you got to make sure you're ready to shoot. We had some travel issues down there at Sparta last time, so we caught the ball not ready to shoot and ended up kind of shuffling our feet there. So uh, you know, got to make sure you're ready to do your job at all times. And then the easy things, you know, make a good pass when the pass is there, catch the ball with two hands, that kind of good stuff. On the opposite side, you started to talk about it, and it's a question I could ask anybody, and I'm pretty sure there is no one answer or really a definitive answer, but what are things you can do to slow down a guy like Trip Pinion? Yeah, you know, it's really tough. Uh, you know, obviously with him, yeah, he can make a shot, but, I mean, he does a lot of his damage in the paint. That's not just scoring. He creates a lot of opportunity for those guys. So, you know, we, that's something we did a pretty good job of last time was limiting his paint touches. So hopefully we can do that again, do a little bit better job of closing out the shooters. But, again, our, our biggest problem was us handing them points by turning the basketball over and letting them get run out the other way. We can't give people extra possessions like that. We've got to be patient while finishing all of our offensive possessions with shots, not with turnovers. So we think, you know, if, if, if we take a shot, we think we're pretty good defensively when our defense is set and we're getting back. Uh, you can't guard a run-out turnover, though. You know, so that's something that we've got to make sure we limit.
A man of few words and many actions, head coach Taylor Denny, as the Jets prepare to look and to grab a second win in district play, having already snapped a uh, losing streak that carried all the way back to 2023. You're listening to the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Welcome back to the High School Playbook. I'm Colin Castleberry. We transition out of Cumberland County and head to White County, Sparta. Head coach Eric Mitchell as we stay on boys, the boys side of action across the UC. Eric Mitchell, kind enough to join the program. Uh, the Warriors, that is, uh, coach, you guys had to be one of the most frustrated teams uh, with the way that this kind of winter break played out. You guys won four straight, five of six. You'd won three straight in district play and were undefeated. Uh, and then the weather pops off. And uh, last night, you pick up a win at DeKalb, but had you lost, it would have been uh, three straight losses. You'd fall into three and three in district play. Uh, before we talk about DeKalb, LA, Upperman, in these games this week, just why do you think the weather and that time off sort of unexpectedly seemed to affect your team as much as it did? Well, let, let me correct you. Let me oh, let me so correct sorry. you. We're four and two in district place. Yes, you are. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Instead of <laughs> I thought you said three and no, three. no, no. But anyway, uh, um, you know, uh, we we were really playing well, and then Mother Nature hit, and and you know, with a young team and inexperienced, uh, and you know, Trip being hurt the first half of the season, that that really it really hurt us. But you know, everybody else, I, you know, I, I thought about it, but everybody else is in the same boat too. So. Um, you know, we got one practice, uh, you know, on that Sunday for an hour and a half, and then went and played uh, Livingston, who, who's a really good basketball team. Um, you know, very fast. Uh, you know, it just, uh, what do you do? I mean, I've never experienced it. Uh, so um, we just tried to do the best we could do, and you know, we we, we come back and play, change a few things, played it, played a a lot better against Upperman, who's a very talented team. Um, probably the most talented team in the district um uh you know they got when i say that they got they got 11 players uh so uh that they can play um more than more so than anybody else so you know we you just have to deal with it and then last night we got off to we probably you know we probably set a record last night in basketball we put basketball back set basketball back about 40 years uh last night but we found a way to win and uh that's what these young guys do but a young team like this can't take uh 10 days off and have an hour and a half practice and go try to play so but it's had to deal with it and it we're, we are where we are so you know it's a tournament game so that's what we're we're trying to get better for yeah let's go back to that la game uh first half to forget is the way we will we will phrase it but you guys came out in the second half and and responded right la is as you said a very very good team and and certainly want to give them their flowers uh you guys walk away with the l but in the second half your team did seem to come out make some adjustments respond trip of course uh did some trip things what did you like out of your team's response in that situation when they could have uh sort of rolled over over after a, a first half again that that most people would like to just forget. You know, I mean, uh, L- L.A. My entire high school career, we played them the first game and the last game of the season. Um, my, my all four years I played, um, and um, we hadn't beaten them in eleven years to my junior year, and we finally beat them. And they were our biggest rival, we, and they weren't a district, which makes not, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But they were our biggest rival, and. Um, you know, the last couple of years, uh, and, 
and Jimmy does such a good job of, up there. You know, he he played there. His dad coached him. Um, he's kind of kind of the same similar situation as me. My dad coached me in high school. Um, but I I have a hard time, and it's a hard place to play. The kid, you know, the students are on the floor, uh, you know, on the baseline down there, and they they know your name, and and they, uh, you know, the crowd. It's kind of a crowd like ours been coming for years and years and years. And I, I've just had a hard time getting my kids ready to play up there. I, I don't know if it – I wouldn't say they're not a rival. They are now. Uh, but, you know, we don't – I don't have a hard time getting them up for Stone or Cross or DeKalb or Upperman even, uh, you know. But uh, it's just a hard place to play. And we came out in the second half and got it cut to four, you know, twice. Once in the third, once in the fourth, uh, you know, late. And um, just just – Looked like we hadn't, and we reverted back that we hadn't been in the gym. It looked like we hadn't been in the gym in ten days. We had uh, each time we got cut forward and had, and we missed a big shot or we turned it over, and and they uh, they did a really good job. They went, uh, I think, eighteen for eighteen from the foul line. So that's what wins games, you know. So uh, they just done a really good job. We just couldn't get over the hump. You mentioned your team turned around and was able to play much better uh, against Upperman. Just a a 10-point loss in the end, but a game that obviously was closer at points. What was your team able to do going from L.A. to Upperman uh, that showed such improvement? And then obviously we'll talk about really turning a corner and coming away with the W uh, against DeKalb. Well... I call it. We just get bushed. Uh, uh, Cam Bush hit back-to-back threes. I don't know. I'm not sure he's hit one all year. And then his brother last year banked two in on me at home uh, with I think an, an under ten seconds. So uh, you know he it was they were big shots. He hit them. Uh, but we 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 cut down our turnovers. I mean we uh, you know we had 22 turnovers at Livingston against their two two one, and then uh, Upperman two two one. We had I think seven total. We had only had three in the second half and. We we made some shots. We looked a little bit more like a basketball team against Upperman. Uh, Upperman's really good, and and you know we had we had our shots in that game too. You know it was close the whole way, and and then, and then uh, uh, Mr. Bush hit back to back threes and stretched <laughs> it to about uh, ten, and that's kind of where it stayed. So you know, but we we just we just played better as a team, and you know we're just uh, right now we're just you know we our, our guard our defense is. is it's showing up every night, but offensively we have got to uh, get off to a better start and and make some shots. That's just the, I mean, that's just the bottom line. Yeah, we'll talk about DeKalb here in a minute, but you hit on something there that I, I do want to emphasize. Uh, we can talk about you know Trip Pinion all we want, and certainly he has shown and has always had a propensity to go get a bucket here or go get a bucket there, uh, but he can't hit them all. And he can't he can't single handedly uh, win all these games in district play. How do you, the guys around him start to make shots and, and find their offense as the defense is obviously keeping you in ball games? Well, we just gotta we just gotta keep doing what we're doing. We shoot shoot a lot, and uh, you can't tell, but uh, we're going to continue to do that. And they're they're just young. I mean, I have uh, uh, you know I, I play one senior. Um, everybody else is back next year. Um, so, you know, and, and I got multiple, multiple players back, you know, for two and three years. So, you know, I, I, I was talking, talking to a guy last night and he made a good, uh, analogy, you know, there's no other player, Cade Caps, Ty Cobb, you know, the Livingston guys, uh, even anywhere close at, at, at DeKalb, we've got a lot of good players in this district, a lot of good coaches, but, you know, I, in my opinion, the trip is, 
the guy said, uh, I said, well, he might be the best player. He might be the best all-around player in the district. Well, and the guy said, well, he's the most important player in the district. So, yes. um, you know, no, none of the rest of those guys guard the best player, um, handle the ball as much as he does. So, you know, he just, uh, he's, and you know, he's just, a, he's a gamer. I mean, I, I don't know how to explain him. Um, you know, he's got things that you can't teach and, uh, he doesn't, uh, he's not the greatest shooter, but when you need a bucket, he gets it. So, um, you know, he's just, uh, he's just, he's just, I don't know how to explain him. Um, but the, the younger kids, uh, just confidence and, you know, playing time and, you know, we're, we're eight, we're 18 games in now. And, uh, you know, we played a half a season without him. So, you know, hopefully we'll be ready and be a scary team to play come tournament time. You mentioned that you guys were able to get the win last night against DeKalb. Uh, what helped get you guys over the hump? And on top of that, I have to ask, because you said it this way, how did you set basketball back 40 years and walk away with a W? Well, for the first time in my 26 years of coaching and playing, we scored zero points in the first quarter. So um, at Roy Soul Gymnasium, which is a hard place to play, uh, for their opponents, but we scored. We did not score in the first quarter. So, and we, it was thirteen to ten at halftime. Us. So, uh, you know, our defense kept us in the game. Uh, they play really hard. Uh, I think we took um, five or six charges. That's that I've been really uh, preaching on. Um, you know, in that game. So, you know, just just we just kept grinding. They didn't get down. They didn't quit. And then we came out in the third quarter. And went a stretch there where we didn't score for four minutes, and then all of a sudden, um, Cole Sims hits a three, Trip hits a three, and uh, you know uh, we just kind of. And when we, if we get the lead, we're going to try to, you know, we're going to control, try to control the tempo. And they they played they played well. We scored uh, forty two points in the other three quarters, so that was pretty good. So um, you know, <laughs> when you can't score in a quarter, that I've my dad was there, and he coached me, and he come back and I said, I don't know if I've ever seen a team uh, not scoring a quarter. And I said, well, me neither, Dad. So, anyway, um, yeah, we just uh, – they just played really good defense. Uh, Nate Griffin uh, came off the bench and, and had uh, three or four big blocks and, and uh, really had some good defensive plays, and we were just able to pull out with a win. Uh, the, Cavs, the Cavs is a scary team, too. Uh, Connor Close is – he was a top five player in the league last year, and we, we you know, we held him to eight, and um, you know, just uh, trip did, but uh, um, we just we just kept grinding and grinding and grinding, and uh, we're, we're, you know, some uh, a lot of the times I didn't think we was as, as physical at Livingston, but most of the time our, my guard plays they they're pretty tenacious, so we were just able to pull out a win, and uh, I was really proud of them the, the last three quarters. Eric Mitchell, White County head coach. The Warriors are not just Trip Pinion, as have been evidenced by these last couple of games. You continue to listen here to the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook continues, built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we move from Sparta to Salina to speak with head coach Rob Edwards. Don't worry, it's not a boys-only show. We'll close it out with a couple girls head coaches here from the UC, but we close out our time with the boys' half of action in the Upper Cumberland with Clay County head coach Rob Edwards able to finally join the program. Coach Edwards, before we... Get into these last two ball games. Uh, you know, uh, last night, uh, obviously a, a tough one, as was Pickett County. But I, I want to start just with how you navigated the 
unprecedented, very weird uh, sort of week and a half, two weeks that we went through prior to the back half of this week. Uh, both obviously as a basketball coach, but then you have the unique perspective as well uh, of being the athletic director at Clay County. What was this week and a half, two weeks like for you? And have you ever really seen anything like this during a basketball season? I, I don't recall. This is my 24th year, and I don't recall you know us being uh, unable to practice or play for this extended amount of time uh, in the years I've been doing it. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we just, uh, we just did like what I assume everybody else did. Uh, we didn't practice uh, the, you know, the conditions were just too treacherous to, to risk these guys getting out and, and being on the road. So we just, uh, we just didn't practice and you know, tried to watch a lot of film and tried to prepare and had to reschedule several games and, even cancel a game or two so uh you know i, I figure that the only good thing is you know I'm, I'm sitting here and i'm worried to death about it but the only good thing is that everybody else is in the same boat with me so we uh you know we we practiced a couple times during the the seven or eight days and figure everybody you know somebody may have practiced three or four but uh i, I would imagine that's about uh, the maximum yeah that is one of the few things is uh even more crazy is that everybody is in that same boat uh Obviously, these last two games uh, since we got back from that crazy winter weather haven't necessarily gone maybe the way you had you had hoped. Uh, do you feel like that's a product of the fact that you guys weren't able to to really get into a gym, uh, or, or is that more uh, just kind of the route you guys were on, and and you're still kind of growing as a team? Well, probably a combination of both. Um, you know, when you when you're not able to get in the gym, it it, it does affect you. But there again, it affects everyone else uh, as well. So I can't really use that as an excuse. But um, but yeah, it obviously had an effect on us. Um, and you know, we're we're still a, a team in in the process of of trying to trying to fix some things that, that we don't do very well. And uh, you know, once we uh, and maybe we can't fix all those things, but maybe we can just fix one or two of them. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, getting ready for the district tournament, and, and that's going to put us in a good enough position to uh, to win some of these games that we've been uh, losing. A tough one on the road at Pickett County. Let's start there, sixty-seven uh, fifty-two. Uh, what did you like from your team on the road in a very, very you know, obviously hostile environment, as you guys are well aware? Uh, and and obviously, what are some things you feel like you learned in that game that you hope you can uh, take back to the drawing board and, and rework? Well, I told her guys after after the game in the locker room, you know, I, I see that it's there. Uh, I see moments that it's there. Uh, and, and the it is just, you know, being able to, to get defensive stops and, and executing on offense and putting the ball in the basket and taking the right shot at the right time. And um, we, we do that for about 26 to 28 minutes per game. But uh, unfortunately, you know, the game's 32 minutes long. So, I even told them tonight, uh, you know, if, if we ever put 32 minutes together, we're going to be pretty doggone uh, hard to beat. But uh, we just haven't done that yet, and so uh, you know, we're waiting. We're waiting to see uh, see what that's like if if we can do it, uh, you know, uh, for the end of the year. As you mentioned earlier, you've been you know 20 plus years. You've been around the game. You've been you've been doing this. Uh, where does that come from? Where do you build? that consistency how do you get a team to play 32 minutes uh basketball is it something that comes just with time or is there something you can do in practice on film uh or so on and so forth 
Well, I, I think um, you know a lot of it is um, they have to recognize recognize their mistakes, and um, you can't take plays off. We can't have four guys executing on the offensive end and one guy not. And then next trip down, you know, same same thing on the defensive end. Uh, we can't have a letdown by by one guy and the other four guys playing hard. And, and that's kind of where we've been. Uh, uh, these last two games, you know, both of these games were were very winnable. Uh, the picket game was a, I think, a six point game with two and a half minutes to go, um, and uh, we actually had the ball and and didn't score. And then tonight, um, going into the fourth quarter, I think maybe was a maybe was a four or six point game. Uh, you know, we gave up twenty five points in the fourth quarter. So, just those things, we got to tighten up defensively and 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 play better in the fourth quarter. Seems to be uh, where we're really struggling right now. Everyone always says defense wins championships. You turn a corner here and you, you start to kind of look forward to uh, another district game. You get to have Clark Range at home on Tuesday, unless uh, with everyone's schedules changing, you may have a game tomorrow or Monday that I'm unaware of. But if you do preview that, if, if not, uh, what is it about Clark Range that you've seen on film that makes them an extremely uh, – uh, improved team despite their record and what do you guys have to try to key on against the buffaloes well they're a, they're a very they shoot the basketball really well um not just from a three-point line but uh mid-range shots and uh so you know we've uh like we did up there we've we've really got to kind of try to run them off the three-point line make them bounce it and force them to take some tough twos uh but they're uh you know they're they're getting better every game um you know they're they're quite a bit better than they were maybe this time last year, and uh, those guys are were really young last year, and they've got a lot of game experience now. So so they're a very dangerous team. Um, fortunately, we were able to beat them at their place, and now we've we've got them coming here on Tuesday. But uh, you know we'll just uh, we'll just try to lock down and uh, and focus on the fundamental things that we have to do and rebound the basketball and defend and execute on the offensive end. A tough go of it since the break. That's Clay County Bulldogs head coach Rob Edwards with us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We finally transition from the boys' half of action across the UC to the girls' half of action in the UC, and we'll go from Salina to Clark Range to speak with legendary head coach Lamar Rogers. Finally able to catch up with Coach Rogers after a couple, uh, you know, miss him. I was busy. He was busy. Finally happy to get to catch back up with Coach Rogers after a couple good ball games and and a couple that I think he'd like to have back. Uh, Coach Rogers, you have obviously been around this game. You've been around, uh, you know, coaching and all of that for uh, about as long as any of us can probably remember and the reason I point that out is because we've seen some incredibly unprecedented uh, stuff over the last about two weeks or so have you ever seen anything like what your team and you have had to kind of go through over the last two weeks with weather and not being able to get into a gym at all well we didn't get in a time or two in the gym but uh, yeah that was a really long time uh I think we went 11 days without playing and between games. And I think uh, um, Joseph Eminette at Peak County said they they went 14 days without playing. So, yeah, definitely adjustment area, uh, trying to stay in shape, uh, changing. Uh, you know, you've got a game plan for one team, then that uh, you've got that in. And, and then uh, 
that game's canceled and you put another game plan in and go over it for another team and then that game's canceled. So uh <clears throat> puts a lot on the players where they have to adjust and everything. You know, you have a little bit of different game plans for, for teams. So um anyway, glad that's over. It seems like a bad dream now, the cold weather <laughs> and the snow. Uh you know, of course like you say, we have that a little bit every year, but this year it's just a, a long uh long time, you know, uh, at one time. Yeah, normally sticks around two to three days. This time it stuck around for felt like 10 plus. We go back to a week ago. You finally get back on the floor. You finally get to play a game after all of that craziness. You're at Livingston Academy. Uh, how much of your performance, your team's performance at LA, do you attribute to going 11 days without playing a ball game? And how much of it is this team has just got to mature quicker and get better as soon as quickly as possible? Yeah, uh, I think both. Uh, you know, here again, we hadn't played in 11 days, and then Livingston played the White County the night before. And, you know, they, they lost that game, but that, that sharpened them up. They was a lot sharper than us. And and then <clears throat> Leslie had them ready to play after losing the game also. So they was out there ready to play. They didn't want to lose two in a row. And, and uh, you know, then we, um, you know, went down there uh, – that's the third time we played them, and uh, you know, first time they beat us nine, and the second time they beat us one, and then uh, that night they just destroyed us. Uh, you know, we couldn't hit anything, and then you know, Lewis has got a really good basketball team anyway, so uh, that was a uh, learning process. And then you know, we was, when you're not played in eleven days, you you know, run out of air, you know, condition wise in the game also. You guys were able to uh, to bounce back a little bit and able to take on or take down uh, Red Boiling Springs, but but after that, a tough loss to Pickett County and and another difficult one last night to Van Buren. How do you guys get back into uh, that that rhythm that had you guys on a one, two, three, four, five? I had to make sure my count was right. Six game winning streak entering that winter weather. Well, you know, Red Bull and Springs game, we we done pretty good and everything, and then we went back to back with Pika County, and uh, you know they've got five starters returning. They're a very good team, as, as everyone knows, and and uh, you know played good. Uh, we led most of the first half. I think we was down four to half. We was down fifty two forty eight going into the fourth quarter, and uh, you know Chloe Rogers had to set her out five minutes or something in the second quarter for foul trouble, so that affected the game. And then uh, fourth quarter, you know, the playing the night before, we probably ran out of the gas a little bit, and then we took a few chances, and they they took advantage of it and pulled away and, and won by more. But uh, <clears throat> real pl- proud of the way we played in that game. It showed how close we are. Uh, we might have to change a few things next time, but uh, – uh, you know, I thought we played really well uh, against a good Pika County team. And last night against Van Buren, uh, coming up just short. Uh, it, what what did you like out of your team last night? And what obviously do you have to try to turn around uh, and do better here tonight as you head to Clay County? Well, we had a player injured. Our leading scorer, Katie Hopkins, didn't play in that game. Our post player and everything, and uh, she's averaging sixteen or eighteen points a game. So. That really changed the game. They they've got a big six two girl, six three inside. It's a, a wide body, and she kind of closed the paint down, and then they concentrate on our shooters outside. So 
uh, <clears throat> we didn't hit good enough to, to beat them. But uh, so, uh, you know, over there at third place, we won 67-42. But, you know, with Hopkins out and uh, having a bad shooting night, we just could not get it done last night. So um, still proud of the way we uh, competed. Uh, just didn't get the results we need to get. Now, moving on, Clay County tonight. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if Hopkins is going to play tonight or not. Uh, she's got a little crack bone in her finger. We might try to wrap it up or we might not. I don't know. Uh, I think she'll be good to go probably Friday against Pickett County down there, but uh, we don't know about tonight yet. So, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, make it hard if, if she's not playing. Finally, how do you guys continue to close out the season? Obviously, just a few games left before we hit the district tournament. What does this team have to get better at? What do you guys have to do to be ready for that tournament play that comes up? And crazy enough, Coach, in, what, two weeks, I think. Right. Well, we've got some games that will really challenge us and uh, sharpen us up for the district tournament. And, you know, like we're going to Clay County tonight. We're going to Pickett County Friday night. Then we've got Stone next week, which they've got an outstanding team. And then we finish up on the road to Gordonsville. So, <clears throat> you know, just we've, we've got time to still improve some. Just decision-making, basketball IQ, um, <clears throat> sharing the basketball. You know, it's about defense more than anything. So we got to be sure we don't make defensive mistakes and things. So. Um, you know, we've done played some really good basketball this year. We've been a little bit inconsistent, so we've got to be sure to have that consistency moving forward. Certainly tough to be without Katie Hopkins and even tougher to find consistency without your leading scorer. That was head coach Lamar Rogers, and if anyone can figure it out, it's Coach Rogers. Here is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. As we return from Clark Range on our way back to Putnam County, we stop at Monterey, where we talk with girls head coach Randall Phillips. Coach Phillips, obviously heavily affected by the break, by injuries, uh, and just trying to build a culture and a tradition there once again at Monterey for Lady Wildcats basketball. Coach, I uh, appreciate you joining the program. It's one thing for everyone across the state uh, to deal with the sort of weather and unprecedented nature uh, of the last couple of weeks but when you add into that that you guys are a young a younger inexperienced team a first year coach in this program as well uh, how much of a toll do you feel like that took on you guys and and how have you liked your team excuse me your team's response uh to coming back from uh sort of a, an unplanned break well, the unplanned break actually helped our team, the girls, come back uh, a little bit fresh, a little bit different mindset, worked a little harder, uh, seemed like it helped us a little bit. Uh, we've had four, our last four games, even though we've lost those four games, they've had more energy, more effort, uh, more discipline, like what we have saw the last four games moving forward, if they can continue that and finish this season. With that same energy and effort, it will be a good jump start for next year. But uh, the break actually helped us. You guys also uh, are in a kind of a weird place where you came back from the break and even a little bit before it, uh, you were on the road quite a lot. You finally got to come back home 
last night against Smith County. What did it mean to finally be back in your home gym, and and what did you really like out of your team's uh, response there back in their home gym last night? Well, we had a, a freshman come off the bench and led us in scoring last night, and, and we've just kind of been waiting on her to uh, do that. She'll knock down a three here one game and miss four the next game, and you know, last night she it was three or five from beyond the arc, and I think it was the comforts of her home gym, and and hopefully that will build in her confidence, and we can go do that Friday night at Watertown. So that was a, a very positive that I think came from that freshman just being back back in her home gym, and I think that comfort of that. The uh, team played really well last night. We were up sixteen twelve at the end of the first period, and. Just uh, played them the first half, played them well. The game got away from us the second half. But uh, the home court definitely helped us last night and uh, did have a one setback about four minutes ago in the game. Jaylee Johnson, our good freshman, took another concussion. So most likely she will that will end her season, but we'll have to wait and see. There, She's being evaluated daily and but she did have three symptoms when she come off the court so and just now come back from her other concussions so chances are she won't get released again you mentioned it right there dealing with the, you know injuries on top of everything else you guys have had bangs and bruises uh, throughout the season how much more difficult does it make it when you feel like you know she's just getting in a groove or so and so is just kind of finding themselves and then something like that happens. Well, you're you're hoping to to build a a mental toughness within your team that other players have to step up and and contribute or do more. And it has given opportunities to some other girls to to get in the game. It certainly hurts the morale of the older players a little bit, and they have to kind of talk themselves through that. Hey, it's going to be all right. We got to still play. We still have a game to go, and, and who knows? So the the attitude, it's been pretty good, but uh, still it's, it's cold, hard fact. You know, it's your leading rebounder, your second leading scorer, and um, she's just a critical part to our success, and, and especially moving forward. Thankfully, she's just a freshman, and this, uh, she'll come back from this and, and be ready to roll someday, but uh, it hurts. It, it it breaks my heart for, for herself and myself as well because it's just a, a huge chunk out of our, our team that we can't afford. We were not very deep. We've been playing seven kids, and uh, we'll continue to have to play seven, but it'll be another. It won't be Jaylee, you know? Yeah, it won't be Jaylee indeed. You guys do, as you mentioned, head to Watertown on Friday night a uh, game that probably is one of the most competitive you guys have had, uh, especially here since we came back from winter break uh, into the month of January and February. What do you take away from that first game there at Monterey, uh, and what kind of benefit do you think it'll be uh, that you guys have spent so much time on the road uh, that you now go on the road and it doesn't seem like it'll face this team as much? Well, I hope, I hope, we hope so. I hope the freshman, Gracie Burgess, has a good game again. hope she could. You know, that's one of the things we've been talking about is consistency, and, and they're getting better, but we have to do, use a couple of different metrics 
this year in this rebuild, uh, a metric of, of the overall team and a metric of each and every player, each individual player. And Gracie, like I said, has been hot and cold with her shot. Uh, shoots lights out at practice. So hopefully now after this confidence builder game she had last night, she can go into Watertown Friday. And if she can shoot like she did there, we have an outstanding chance. Uh, the problem with Watertown, they have a big person that uh, posed us trouble at, at home, but uh, she got in foul trouble, kind of helped us stay close to the game. We would certainly like to get her in foul trouble again tomorrow night. Don't know that that will happen or not. Don't know if it will happen or not. One can only hope, right? Head coach Randall Phillips and Monterey Lady Wildcats on the program. That is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Now to close it out on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Thank you to each and every one of our guests this evening for joining us from Lamar Rogers and Randall Phillips in the last two segments there. Of course, Rob Edwards, Eric Mitchell, Neil Caps, Taylor Denny, everybody hopping on to talk a little basketball. Finally getting back to a regularly scheduled program. Thank the good Lord, because my gosh, was I getting tired of uh, all of this not playing and weather and everything else. Make sure to tune in tomorrow night, Livingston Academy making up a game hosting DeKalb. That one will tip off at 6 p.m. coverage. We'll begin at 540 on WLIV Friday night. Uh, it'll be Livingston Academy and Stone at Durward Vaughn Memorial Gymnasium in Overton County. Again, 540 coverage start, 6 p.m. tip on 101.9 AM 920, and of course, your game of the week back at York Institute. Tune in for the Lady Dragons and the uh, Dragons on Sports Radio 104.7. Coverage begins at 5.50, tip off at 6 p.m. I'm Colin Castleberry. Thank you most of all to each and every one of you out there for listening. You're the reason I get to do what I love, and I will never, ever not realize that and not want to thank you as uh, much as I can. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders.